Hey everyone, welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato, founder and fitness coach of Thrivology in Alexandria, Kentucky. And today we have a special guest. His name is Bob Schneider. He is a real estate investor in the Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati area. And Bob has a clever way, a great way of going around solving problems. That's been our topic of conversation this week. We've talked about five ways to stifle problem solving or five ways we stifle problem solving four-step process to overcoming it. And then today we're going to look at what that looks like in real life, because I think that this is something Bob does just naturally. And I was curious to know how, like, how did you develop that natural tendency to just overcome problems without letting them weigh so heavy on you? Uh, we talk about a lot of other very in-depth, very important things, aspects to overcoming just life challenges in general, why doing the hard thing is the right thing to do, why moving away from fear is important. It's not always about moving toward the reward. There's just so much good, so many good nuggets of information in here. So without further ado, enjoy this conversation with Bob Schneider. Um, who are you? Hi, I'm Bob. If you had to define yourself... <laughs> I do a lot of different things. I'm Bob Schneider. Um, I do a lot of different things. You mostly, do. mostly in real estate. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I run a real estate company. I guess the best way to say it. Mm -hmm. um, I sell houses traditionally, buy houses, flip rental properties. I've got six agents underneath me on my team. Mm -hmm. We do. Um, so I am just got a lot of got a lot I of wear a lot of hats. Wear a lot of plates. Yeah, got a lot of plates spinning. Right. I don't know if that's the best way to describe me, but that's what I do. That's a way to describe that's you. That's what I do, yeah. mostly. That's this, that's this Bob uh -huh. over here. And then yep. over here, we got another Bob. Yeah. And then over here, I don't know. I'm sure there's a couple, like, in a bunch of different areas. Yeah. Yeah. There is. Same person shows up at each one, I think, but... but most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> it really depends. <laughs> it kinda, it's like a, uh, it's a revolving door. Um, so what you do requires lots of uh, figuring out of situations. I put myself in weird places, yes. <laughs> you do Physically do and, men you Physically do do and mentally. <laughs> you do yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, so let me tell you why I asked you to talk about problem solving. Okay. Did you ever even give it a thought? For just a minute, and I was like, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> it's kind of on the fly kind of thing. Yeah. yeah I was like, ah, we can figure that out yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so here was my epiphany moment, if you will. And you're going to remember this. Uh, this we, were at the, we were at the farm. Okay. <laughs> and we were trying to tear a piece of farm equipment from around a tree. So you pulled the, took the tractor and pulled the tractor up to the piece, turned the tractor off. We may have actually got it chained to the thing. I can't really remember. I don't remember what happened at, like, at that point. Got back on the tractor and tried to start the tractor. And nothing happened. And nothing happened. Yes. And so you turned it off, turned it back on, turned it off, turned it back on. And for the next 30 minutes, maybe 45, maybe hour, maybe I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, yes. I don't remember. Yeah. It was, how do we figure out what's going on with this tractor? We start breaking it down. Yes. Yep. So here's what amazed me. And this <clears throat> is true. The whole time you're trying to figure it out, you're going, why is it not starting? Why is it not starting? Why would this not be starting? What is going on here? Why is yep. this not what is what's happening? Why is this not like what's happening? Like you're saying it out loud. 
And that's what you're saying. So, here's why I bring it up. Because, <laughs> okay. let's reverse roles. Jerry yeah. owns the tractor. Jerry pulls the tractor up. Uh -huh. Jerry turns it off, gets everything hooked up, gets back on the tractor, tries to turn it on. Nothing happens, turns it off, turns it back on. Wells! <sighs> I guess tractor's just broke. Uh -huh. Like, that's just what's going to happen. So, why are, why, how did you develop that ability? Or do you even recognize that you, that you do that? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Uh-huh. Usually it's a, for me, like uh, that particular story. You would never try to fix a tractor in your life. No, I am yes uh, no? terribly, um, terrible with mechanics. <laughs> I know nothing, like, I, I got the general understanding, I guess. Yeah. You know, the diesel makes the thing yeah, not, go up and down, yeah. and how it gets You've to never, the wheel, I have no idea. What have you done to so, a car? Have you ever changed uh, a car? I did work at a garage for uh, okay for one calendar year. You're giving yourself well, no, no, out. no. I started I started out washing cars. <laughs> okay. And that's all. I was paid. I was paid to wash the cars on okay. the car lot. Yeah. And I hated it. Yeah. Well, I mean, with a passion. Yeah. So eventually, we have stuff in common then. Yeah, yeah. We were, yeah, both, we were both car washers at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it, it took a month or so. It started to get colder out. Next thing I know, I'm I'm changing oil. Yeah. And uh, it turns out I'm terrible at it. So for the first <laughs> Back two months, to washing cars. For the first two months, I wasn't allowed to tighten a bolt because I broke them all. <laughs> I thought every bolt on the car had to be like just ratcheted wrench, down. Wrenched down. Yeah, and I snapped every bolt I touched. So, yeah. I mean, uh, lug nuts on wheels, yeah. the oil pans, the right. transmission pans. Everything. Terrible. Okay. So. Um, so bad mechanic is what we're trying. Yeah, yeah. To get to. I, I got to where I could uh, I could change the oil on just about any car. I I can handle an oil filter. Yeah. Right. And then I uh, they were stepping me up to alternators, and that's where it's my knowledge. Yeah, I was done. That, that was that. as far as I made it. If I could see it, pull, uh, touch yeah. it, yeah. I could I could maybe change it. Yeah. But somebody else had to take the belt off for me because I wasn't that talented. <laughs> so, <laughs> in other words, my my mechanical abilities ended in oil changing. Fair so. Enough. Uh, on that particular incident on the tractor, the tractor was working. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah. Like, I had no problem. It, it pulled up. I did. I was. I've been using that tractor for for three months. Yep. And there was all I did was turn it off. Yeah. So what happened in my mind? I go, what happened between the time I turned it off and the time I wanted to turn it back on? Yeah. And that's what, like. There's got to be. There was. There was something inside of this engine that that changed. Yeah. That's where my mind goes. What changed? What What's making it not perform yeah. the way it did before? Yeah. So what can I change? What can I touch? What can I move? What yeah. can I twist to make it do what it's supposed to do? Yeah. The problem is I don't know how tractors work. <laughs> That's a problem. So that, that problem. became the issue. Uh, I don't know how. What the question so I guess was how did I how did I get that mindset? Yeah. Um, so how do you get the all? Maybe audacity is a strong word, but how yeah. do you get the audacity to try and fix the tractor? When you, by necessity, when you never I think, touch a tractor. I think it's by necessity. It's uh, I want to move this item. I want to, that old trailer, rusty yep, metal. Yeah. I wanted it out of the way so I could cut the tree down. Yeah. And now, I mean, thinking back on it, we should have just cut the tree down <laughs> and pulled it out of the way. But, hey, that would have made too know, much sense. It would have made way too much sense. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's just stubbornness more than anything is I want it to work. <laughs> and I, I, so growing up, yeah. And we did a lot of, uh, I got. I started helping out in the family business around. I guess I would have been really before high school, right around eighth, ninth grade. Which family business is real estate? Real estate, and yeah. at the time we we're doing a lot of auctions. Yeah, um, it would have been right that around far there. back. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I'm third generation auctioneer. Mm-hmm. Way back in the day. Yeah. Let's not yeah. get started. We're not going to get started. <laughs> we'll be everybody here wants to see that. We're we'll not going to do that. We'll be here forever. So uh, <laughs> far back as I can remember, my my help me out the family business. I am in maybe a freshman uh, in high school, mm-hmm. and I'm running the computer systems to do what's called a multi-par auction. So we're selling the subdivision lots, the remainder lots of a subdivision. Oh, okay. So it's those 54 lots um, down the Dry Ridge, and you could sell them in any combination. So we had a computer program that allowed you to buy lots 1, 7, and 28 for one money, and if someone bid on 7 and 13 for a higher amount, they'd kick out the first one, and it's just very confusing. Uh, interesting. Very confusing computer system. Yeah. Very complicated, especially in 2008, computer system mm-hmm. timelines for auctions. This was a new thing. Yeah. And I am a freshman in high school running this for, you know, 100 people in a tent out in yeah. the middle of a grass field yeah. <laughs> with mobile internet services. and Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, my parents threw me in situations where like, hey, figure you, out this. You had to figure it yeah. out. He's going to stand up here and talk, and I'm going to run all this whole back end and take every bid. Yeah. A line of people and watching the computer system crash and go on the phone and figure it out. Were they there to... You have to make it happen. Were they there to help you? My parents? When I say help you, like, did they help you problem solve? They were running the show, and I had to make it happen in the background. So, so, in other words, my dad had no idea how the computer system worked. I had set it up. Yeah. I had talked to the company, got it all working, and then it crashed because I didn't set it up correctly. Yeah. And I had to get it back working mm-hmm. while he keeps talking to the crowd mm-hmm. and making everything mm-hmm. act like everything's fine. Mm-hmm. So it was that sort of, hey, we have a we, the show must go on mentality. I guess. Yeah. It's the. Um, if we want this to happen today, we have to figure this out right now. Yeah. And so at a young age, that was my my upbringing was, no, really, gotta, it's... Got to make it work. This is how we make our living. Let's go. Yeah. And yeah, I get it that you're not really, you know, you're getting paid by the hour and I'm getting yeah. paid by commission, but yeah, your job's to figure this out. Yeah. So I'm on the background on the phone with companies in California, like, hey, my computer system has crashed. I got 100 people standing in front of me. What do I do? Yeah. And well, long story short, we figured it out. We got the sale done, but... That was that. That translates through the rest of my working career. Of, yeah. When my phone rings, typically there's a problem. Yeah. Right. So there's, um, hey, how do I figure out this negotiation? I worded it this way, and now they're doing, you know, on this addendum, and now they're mad at me, and the deal just fell apart. How we put it back together, or mm-hmm. their financing fell through. What do we do now? You know. Yeah. Find some more money. Yeah. And it's it's over and over and over again of these situations where the clear cut have them go to the bank and get a loan doesn't work so how mm-hmm. do we get this deal done mm-hmm. or you know the the seller's mad at the buyer because they broke a door while they're in the house what do we do now mm-hmm. you know, it's silly stuff over and over and over again but it's typically does not there's no a to b answer you gotta go c d e back to a you know? yeah and that's 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 how my mind works um so one of the yeah. things that you said at the beginning of that was necessity yes um my uh, my argument is that with things that with with things that people deem as important but don't seem urgent, they don't deem them as necessities. I would say health is one of those things. Right. They know that it's important. They know that it's something that they should do, but they don't deem it a necessity. So how do you how do you deem things a necessity? Like. I've seen you do this with a lot of things, mm-hmm. a lot of things, be that the smallest thing or a tractor or like whatever. Like, how do you deem, 
even earlier today, <laughs> today at the coffee shop, we're sitting there trying to buy an ice machine. <laughs> yes. We're trying to pawn on, uh, pawn, uh, trying to switch, get a pool, an ice machine from uh, Tammy. Oh uh, yeah. And, well, uh, there's a little bait switch. A little but, bait uh, switch for her is what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, and lo and behold, like you go, well, we got a milk refrigerator. Why don't we use it? I guess there's maybe should be a little bit of a backstory. So people <laughs> yes. who listen to this yeah, are yeah, like, yeah. why do you have that? But uh, <laughs> so I have a container that holds 250 gallons of milk. Yeah. And it's refrigerated. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to know. No, that's all you so, need to know. You don't um, need to know any backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's concreted to a building with no roof. Yeah. Other than that, that's, that's all you got. That's, so, that's the story. So we were trying to figure out a cold plunge, and we're like, yes. well. Wait, we know a cold plunge is eight thousand dollars, like seven ninety nine ninety. So we're like, okay, what's an easy workaround? So we go through blah 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 blah, and you yeah. go, well, why don't we just do this? Like, I got this. So I like, guess to come back to the beginning of the question was, yeah. you can't get if I keep doing the same thing over and over today, I'm gonna get the same results tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's called insanity. Yes, and yeah. Well, if it's doing the same thing, thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Well, that's what no, I'm not even expecting a different result. If you if you're you're happy with where you're at, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're not happy with where you're at in life and in your fitness and your wealth and your anything, mm -hmm. if what you're doing today is not taking you there, mm -hmm. then you're doing the wrong things. Mm -hmm. So it's it's from simple things as if we want a nice ice bath, mm -hmm. we can buy one. Mm -hmm. Can build one. Mm -hmm. We can go the cheap route of filling a tub without go buy ice and fill a tub, mm -hmm. or we can figure out what's something that we already have that we can repurpose to, in the future, have a really nice setup. Mm -hmm. Without and all we gotta do today is get it ready. Mm -hmm. And so it's that it's the mindset of okay, I want to change what I'm doing today to get somewhere different tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's if it's for fitness. It's well, if I keep going to if I'm doing going to the gym twice a week here now. But I'm not losing well, weight. Well, what do most people do? Well, I keep going to the gym twice a week. I'm going to get to where well, I want to be. Not, or not even that. I'll like, do it tomorrow. Well, see, it's usually that. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's be totally honest. Right. It's usually that. I right. don't say that from from a judgmental standpoint, but that's usually what it is. Right. I'll get to tomorrow, and tomorrow never comes. Yep. Um, but even if people are going to the gym, like what are they usually doing? They're going to uh, local Globo gym. They're yep. getting on yep. a treadmill. They're maybe doing a couple of machines. They're doing what they think they should do without putting any effort into figuring out what they should really do. Mm -hmm. So it's the lack of effort. I think mm -hmm. that's what, uh, we had this conversation yesterday. Just yesterday. As I fell down a hill and told you what effort looked like. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like me struggling <laughs> to stand up. That's true effort. Yep. <laughs> so everything I can, you my it. physical power to not it. fall down. <laughs> I succeeded. So I uh, went down the hill still, but I succeeded. You did. So, Much faster than I did, by the way. <laughs> Um, maybe that's maybe but that's. I, the I trick. think what the the normally a person puts in the minimal effort. Um, they mm. put in the bare minimal. What do I need to do to lose weight? Well, I just got to eat better, and that's where it stops. Yeah. They think about it. Yeah. And they don't actually do anything. Yeah. It all starts with I showed up at the gym. They don't put in the effort, but they showed up. Yeah. And so it's it's, you know, how if you if you want to accomplish a different goal, you got to put in a different amount of effort. Um, and I think that goes back to the story that I told you yesterday, which is the story that I heard Alex Hormozzi mm -hmm. tell me. He's the guy I've been telling you about that's on all the YouTubes and right. interwebs and all that good stuff. Yep. And yep. he was telling his story about how, <laughs> you know, whatever, he was the president of a uh, president of a fraternity and 
every year the guys would come in and they'd start their little hazing stuff and this that and the other thing and to him he's not talking about hazing like crazy stuff he's talking about like they go do a bunch of physical hard stuff yeah yep. and they'd all in, in a matter of four or six weeks they all get angry and try and revolt and say hey we're gonna quit we don't want to do this anymore and he'd send them down and go hey guys like did you expect this to be hard and they all go yeah he's like well this is what hard feels like yeah like you're wanting to move from here to here What's happening? You're wanting to get in this fraternity mm -hmm. for people who are trying to get healthy. They're trying to move from 20 pounds overweight to not 20 pounds overweight. Well, this is what it looks like. When you feel that, oh, man, this is too challenging. I'm six weeks in and I'm not there yet. Yeah. Well, that's that's it. It's the YouTube mentality too. It's not to take it back from you're watching on YouTube, but no, I. It's a YouTube mentality. If I watch somebody do this and they progress from here, they they lost 100 pounds sure. in in six months, and that. I, I think I can do that, but they don't. They don't put the effort in it took to do it. Yeah. They just say, "Well, I think I should." I, well, I'm following their diet plan, and that's it. They don't. Yeah. They don't run the 40, 50 miles a week. Yeah. They don't lift. They don't go to the gym three times a week, four yeah. times a week. They don't do whatever crazy, crazy activity it took to put that. The effort it took to put that right. in. And it's you got to be a little bit of an outlier and put a goal up that sounds ridiculous in order to. Mm -hmm. Like what we're doing with our weighted hikes each yeah. week, right? Yep. So I went from zero to 40 pounds in three days yep. of hiking. Yeah. And I'm pretty well. That hurts. <laughs> you were, um, I am you sore. were huffing and puffing yesterday. I am sore. I'm very Cass, sweaty. Cass are telling you so, about that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't been able to walk right for a week. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, I, I said to my mom and dad, they go hiking. They've done that good chunk of the Appalachian Trail and whatnot. And I yep. said, oh, yeah, we're hiking around my farm. It's, yeah. you know about a mile and a half and two yeah. laps we're doing good 30 flights of stairs yeah but yeah look how look how cool i am yeah and uh i said oh yeah we did it with a pack and the first time i said yeah 27 pounds you know that's a heavy pack good yeah. job yeah and next time i said oh i'm 35 today why would you do that I'm like that's too heavy and the next time i did 40 and i said our goal is to get to 100 pounds before by the end of the summer in a pack and at least be doing two three laps yeah with 100 pounds <clears throat> and it's like why? why? Yeah. Why? Mm -hmm. What do you? What do you? That's ignorant. Mm -hmm. well, only because his goals aren't the same as mine. Yeah. I'm trying to get to a certain fitness level. Yeah. I want to drop weight and get to a certain fitness level. I can't do that if I just do the minimum pack. Mm -hmm. I have to take it to an extreme and push myself much harder to hit the goals I want to hit. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where most people screw up. They say, "Well, I'm doing the weight to pack," and they just keep doing it. They just yep. run that hamster same wheel. Same one. Over and over, over and over. And over. I'm doing yeah. what I'm supposed to do. I put 20 pounds in the pack. I'm walking around the trail. Yep. Your body gets used to that. You yep. gotta, you gotta keep pushing. All your goals get, you get used to your norms. Mm -hmm. And if you're not pushing past your norms, you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. That's the same thing. Come back to the tractors. I may not know how to fix it, but the norm would be to walk away. Walk away from it. You know. Yep. Um, um, I think that goes to another good point, and this is actually speaking, referencing Tammy a lot today. Apparently, <laughs> we need her here so she can be part of this. Brass key <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're ever in a town. Yeah, next time you're in Alexandria, check mm -hmm. out big coffee sign above the door. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's a coffee shop. Yeah. You can tell from the coffee. From the giant sign that says coffee. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she and I don't know how we got on this conversation, but we're talking, and she goes. Um, yeah, I was, oh, she was asking, I told her that I was having you on the podcast today and yeah. she goes, well, what are y'all talking about? And I said, problem solving. And she goes, oh, that's good. She goes, 
yeah, she goes, I don't, we were talking one day and he said, he said, you know, the easiest way to solve a problem is just go, oh well. And she's like, a lot of my problems could probably be solved by just going, oh well. And I went, well, yeah, probably most of them could be yeah. solved by going, oh well. But one of the oh wells that people have problems with is societal pushback. Mm-hmm. Whether that's looking around and seeing what everyone else is doing and assuming that that's normal and that you should be doing the same thing, or that you're making a change and people are pushing back on you and then you feel like you have to stop doing the thing that you're doing so that you can so you blend in, blend back into what yeah. everyone's telling you you should do. Yeah. Um, where did oh well come from? Uh, Which I yeah. Let me, it, let me it all say, depends. On- I completely agree. Yes. I 100% agree that every human being around you, you, me, anybody else on this earth, wants the best for them. Yeah. They want the best for them, but they're only looking at it through the lens of their beliefs and what Correct. they think is possible. And what they think is possible is only based around their life so far, which is usually, and this is not judgmental, usually based on other people's beliefs right. who have been limited and other people's right. beliefs who have been limited and so on and so forth. So, so at any rate. I read, or read I, another realtor I'm, I'm friends with on Facebook, whatever, put a thing out. The best way to end an argument is to agree with the other person. Simple as that. If mm-hmm. you agree with them, there is no more argument. Mm-hmm. You can move on. Mm-hmm. Does that get you anywhere? Is it? It's just like, oh, well, it's terrible advice in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it depends on the problem, right? My problem is I want more coffee. I'm out of coffee. I can say, oh, well. Yeah. I don't, do I need another yeah. shot of caffeine in my yeah. life? Probably yeah. not. So, oh, well, solves that problem because mm-hmm. I don't really need it. Right. But change the circumstances. I need to, uh, I need to lose 50 pounds. <laughs> I can say, oh, well. Yeah. I've done it for months now. Yeah. And I'm still 300 pounds. Yeah. So, oh well only works if the problem is of little importance or of little consequence yeah. or it's not really a problem, it's yeah. more of a want or desire instead of a problem. Yeah. So, just like ending an argument with agreeing with somebody, yeah. doesn't get any, doesn't solve the problem. It yeah. doesn't make anybody agree with, it doesn't make you more likely to be convinced or me more likely to be convinced. Mm-hmm. I just agreed with them to end the problem just to make it go away. Mm-hmm. Same as saying oh well. So, how do I... Well, here's what I would say to you. So I'm a guy, I need to lose a hundred pounds, but, um, yeah, my whole, my whole family's overweight too. Right. So you got to take it from a me problem to an us problem, right? Mm -hmm. So then you got to, then we'll get into perspectives, like Mm -hmm. you were saying. So the perspective of, of, of my wife and and kids or whoever I'm living with that is also overweight would be, I really like ice cream. <laughs> it's delicious. If you add caramel sauce and bananas, <laughs> it's even better. <laughs> let me tell you. And now I don't know if you ever mixed caramel with chocolate sauce. Now we're getting somewhere. Now. And then you add in the shell kind, so you got a little crunch to it. Let me tell you about my homemade fudge. Yeah. So that's this, this just turned into a dessert. It podcast. did. It did. But that's a perspective. Yeah. That's a perspective of everybody around me is yeah. how can we make our food taste better and better and better? Yeah. And what happens when we make our food taste better and better and better? Yeah. How much of it can we eat? Mm-hmm. That's the last problem. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's ice cream or tacos or pizza or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're, if the whole goal is to constantly make it taste better, we're all going to eat more. Mm-hmm. So that's where I struggle with food is I want it to taste really good. Yeah. Next step is butter. 
Always, <laughs> always is. butter. Always butter. If you add more butter, everything tastes better. So and... I was thinking about that for tomorrow. Make pizza. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna make garlic butter, and that's like <laughs> literally came to my head yesterday. Yeah. So, but how how do I change perspective of food inside of our house or exercise or whatever would yeah. help us accomplish our goals? Yeah. You got to look at it from the perspective of those around you. Yeah. So if my wife and kids and everybody says. Uh, do we want our food to taste good or are we trying to fuel our body or are we trying to what would make me feel good at my next workout if I eat grilled chicken or if I eat tacos and then you you got to have the conversation you got to be willing to put the effort in there to, to sit down and say all right what are we going to have to eat this week and what are our goals with that mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. not just what are we, what's going to taste the best this week mm-hmm. so you, if you come to a perspective and everybody can agree on a perspective then we can accomplish the goal. Then we mm-hmm. can solve the problem. Mm-hmm. But if my my perspective is I want to get healthier, and her perspective is I want it to taste better, mm-hmm. there's, there's very diverging. few there's mm-hmm. very few things in the middle of that that are gonna that are gonna push everybody to the diverging. same goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it comes back to to what I do every day to real estate, my whole goal in every negotiation is to make everybody pull the rope in the same direction. Mm-hmm. So if the buyer's trying to get for the lowest price and the seller's trying to get for the highest price, mm-hmm. everybody's pulling away from each other. Mm-hmm. Man, if the goal is to sell the house and they want to get, they want to sell the house, they want to buy the house, mm-hmm. well, now we're both pulling the same direction. We're both got the same goal in mind. Mm-hmm. And the more alignment we can get with our goals, the more problems we can solve. And so, I don't know how you take that back to a tractor. It's there's something stopping. We gotta get we gotta get something in alignment there. But you know, turns out it was a starter. Everybody we needed a new starter. I had to call this guy in Texas. It was a long ordeal. But the tractor sat in the field for a few days. We got it figured out. It's running good now. So nice. Yeah. So anyway, where we're we going with this? Coffee Mate. break sponsored by Brasky Coffee, Alexandria, Kentucky. Thank yeah. you, Tammy. Hey guys, I want to take a second to tell you about our online lifestyle development program, Good Wolf Academy. If you're looking to level up your health and fitness in any way, Good Wolf Academy is where it's at. We all need help in our nutrition. One of the big aspects of Good Wolf Academy are our monthly nutrition lessons. These are 15 to 20 minute lessons done by our nutrition coach, Trevis. She goes over some topics to help clarify some things so that you don't feel as confused about what's going on in nutrition world. Also, you get a weekly movement lesson from Coach Sharon, where she's teaching you the importance of movement and some basic ways to improve your movement throughout the day so that you can get yourself feeling better. This is also supported by a movement practice Monday through Fridays. Those movement practices are there to nudge you to get up off the couch and get yourself moving because sedentary living is killing us and we need to move more. You also get two optimized recipes to help enhance your diet, enhance your nutrition, make those healthy things taste more tasteful because we all feel like healthy needs to be bland. That's not true. Healthy things can be very tasteful and these optimized recipes are there to help you. Also, we have mastery programs that are included. They are included in your Good Wolf Academy membership. This is not to be understated because these mastery programs can range anywhere from $100 to over $250 as a standalone program, but they are included as long as you are a member of Good Wolf Academy. Finally, do not overlook the importance of surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And the Good Wolf community is there to support you in the Good Wolf feed. 
Whenever you have any issues or you feel like you need to create a bond, put yourself, put a post out into the Goodwill feed and you'll get a lot of good feedback. Also, the coaches are there to ask or answer any of the questions that you have whenever you need any clarification. So don't wait any longer. You can try Goodwill Academy absolutely free for two weeks, for two weeks. If you go to thriveology.us slash Goodwill Academy, you can get started absolutely free, two weeks, and it is only $35 a month after that. Go get started today, and I look forward to seeing you in the Academy. Um, Water is exceptionally good today. That's because the pack was exceptionally heavy yesterday. Is <laughs> <laughs> it? Yes. There's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. Um, let me go back to when you were a freshman and you had to figure out all of this stuff with the computers yes. and whatnot. Uh, when that was going on. So here's, again, what I think happens a lot because I know it happened to me for a very long time still happens to me sometimes mm -hmm. but to be totally 100% honest like problem solving for me was not a natural thing that like I was right. like hey yeah no problem like let's, let's just go let's, like what do I need to do next like let's figure it out I can do it in some areas like health and fitness I got mm -hmm. it I can I can get that figured out no problem got it right um, but there's there's been a lot of like I've had a lot of not problems, but a lot of um, just it, it has not been as natural to me. Like okay. I get uh, there, and I've gotten a lot better. I think. I yeah. Think. Okay. But like, I would get very frustrated at problems, and then just usually end up stopping or giving up. So, where at nine in at in ninth grade, Jesus, <laughs> pizza ninth in ninth grade. grade yeah. Where in ninth grade did you like? Did you ever have moments where you were like, oh, this is stupid. I just want to stop. And then, like, if you did, what pushed you over to keep moving forward? Um, do you have those moments now? Or was it like like you just knew, like, I got to get this done. Like, yeah. I just got to get it done. My mind, the way my, my head works, the way my mind works is typically. This is going to be scary, folks. So yes, just be prepared. Yeah. As Tom Bush would say, <laughs> I, have, I have 15 15 screens one at all times. <laughs> I am I am thinking about uh, I'm trying to put every perspective I can think of in a row and say all right which one gets me to where I want to go. Yeah. Um, so from like right now we're sitting here right now and thinking about all right what's what's her perspective your perspective. Yeah. Where do they want this conversation to go? How can I get it circle back around to where I think it's going to go? Uh-huh. Th there's a lot of things running through my head and I pick one and that's what comes out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's chaotic in here. It's very chaotic. So yeah. like for me, it's never a matter. Frustration comes when I can't hit, when I can't find an incremental step. Okay. So, uh, from ninth grade working, working an auction, sitting at a computer, you know, it was all right. The computers were slowing yep. down and shutting down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, first I hit. I'm sorry. We had 54 lots to sell, um, and I labeled them by the actual lot numbers. Yeah. So it went up to 100 and something. Yeah. Well, we had paid for access to sell 60 lots. Yeah. So when I typed them in as lot number one, 27, 36, whatever, once I hit lot 62, Nothing. which wasn't the physical number 62, it was yeah. just the lot number 62, Yeah. it shut down and told me I didn't have access to do anymore. Yeah. So I had to call the company up. So now I'm looking for incremental steps, right? So why yeah. did this shut down? Why, is, why am I locked out? Yeah. I can go back and renumber them all. That's yeah. going to mess up all the bidders. I can go back and 
I can call the company and get more access. And well, they gave me an access code that was literally 147 characters long, <laughs> characters. Case, case sensitive, letters, numbers, symbols, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So horrible. Yeah. But <laughs> it worked out. They gave me access to 180 lots, and then all of a sudden it worked again. Yeah. And then it was a matter of shutting down these other computers to give all the power to this computer, so it didn't have to think. And yeah, it was. It's always incremental. Yeah. So the tractor, especially that, if we go back to the that breaking down on us. Okay, what uh, you can only solve one piece of a problem at a time, yeah. right? So in a real estate transaction, it's what is my what is my buyer one, right? Yeah. What's most important to them? Yeah. What makes them go forward with this? All right, and then I got to turn around and say, what does the seller want? What's most important to them? Yeah. All right. What are these two agents? What's the other agent? Is they are they trying to beat me or are they trying to work with me? Yeah. And then me. What? Okay. So I have control over this. I know what they want. I know what they want. So what piece can I move? to get us all going in the same direction. Yeah. Where the tractor, I start with the battery, it's the battery charged. Yeah. And then we go to, all right, does it have gas yeah. in it? All right, let's check fuses. Yeah. And then you go from fuses to, mm. to the, you know, is there wires disconnected? And then yeah. you walk your way, we're just walking through incremental step by step by step. Yeah. That's how I attack problems is, what pieces do I know are true? Mm. And then I can, I can start piecing the puzzle together. Uh -huh. So I guess everything's a puzzle in a lot of ways. It's, yeah. it's incremental steps. It's yeah. so I don't hit a frustration until I run out of steps. Yeah. So I run out of things, of variables that I can manipulate or play with or got it or move around in my head. So what I hear you saying is um, you have you <clears throat> there is this big whole pie that yes. you have to that, that you have to work with in my head. Yeah. Yeah. This big whole pie that you have to work with, which is very then, accurate. I think about pie a lot. <laughs> you do. You talk about it a lot too. Yes. It's kind of scary. Yeah. And then you take a sliver of the pie and you mess with that piece and you go, let me see mm -hmm. if this makes the pie better. Right. Put it back in. Yep. And if it makes the pie better, bam, got it. Right. We can move forward. If if it breaks again, then you know that it's not the first sliver. You got to go to the next one. Pull that sliver out, mess with it. If yep. that doesn't do anything, go to the third sliver, so on and so forth. And you just go until you figure something out that moves it forward. And then Correct. you're good to go. If it breaks again, you know that it's not those first five slippers because you already messed with them. Mm -hmm. Plus, it allows you to figure out some background knowledge about all pieces of it that you can use for the next problem. For the future. Yeah. Very nice. So it's, 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 it's a lot of my problems are involving people outside yeah. of me. I'm the, I'm the agent of, yeah. you know, I'm the realtor or I'm the, you know. And these two people are trying to solve a problem. They want to move. They want to sell. Yeah. So they want to buy. They want to sell. And I get to be the outside perspective yeah. of how do I put this deal together. Yeah. And that's the. It's easier that yeah. way because it's not. You know. Yeah. I get. It's my job. I get paid to do it. But at the same time, I'm outside of the problem. Mm -hmm. So I get to look at it from a. You know, overarching view. Yeah. Of two sides and two different things happening, and then there's a bank involved, and then whatever, and a title company involved, and. What is everybody looking for? Yeah. And so it gives you a lot of perspective of, of different scenarios. Different scenarios. Different yeah. scenarios, different ways to For you to, to be able to use down the road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when it comes back to me, then well, I got a lot of experience in looking at other people's mm -hmm. problems. So now I can, I can look at my own a little more, a little more clarity, with a little more clarity. Clarity, of, yeah. Of, yeah, the, this, this may, what's the real issue is what I'm always trying yeah. to get down to. What does mm -hmm. somebody really want? Yeah. You know? And what I'm working on right now, the people really just want to sell the house. They don't want to do any work to it if they don't have to and walk away. Mm -hmm. They want a rental property. They're happy. The buyers want to buy a really nice house. It's simple as that. Yeah. So long story short, we end up putting a roof on a house after closing, but it's paid for up by the seller, by the, seller. By the proceeds because yeah. they didn't have any money to put it on now and the house really needs a roof. Yeah. 
so you just dance around it till you figure out Here's, what the real problem is. Yeah. Like we got rid of all the other issues that are going to take out as is. Yeah. Here's the main thing. Yeah. You know, and it's it's that that problem solving comes to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if I really want to lose weight, I got to figure out what the real problem is. Yep. Very nice. Um, and here's how I would liken that to your current your story. Yeah. So you real and you said this since we've been training together now for nine months or however long it's been. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, some, some amount of time. Yeah. Um, losing weight. Got to lose weight. No, and, and I don't think that you were that focused on it in the no. beginning. I, you know, you know it's there. You know yeah, that it's you get, on the background. Yeah. But it's it's just it's just noise, right. white noise in the background. Yeah. At a certain point, it was like maybe it was January. You're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna put some effort into this thing. Yeah. So what'd you do? You like started eating cleaner food and stopped 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 eating out. Yep. Right. Something to that effect. So that's. Uh, seemed to increase your weight. <laughs> it did. I ate at home and I ate a lot. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So something, something there wasn't working. It worked out wonderfully. <laughs> yeah. So that seemed to increase your weight. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You did that for a while. As long yeah. as I know, I think you're still pretty much on that path or still. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe, I've given up the fast food. And yeah, I'm still doing, food. still eating similarly. So yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, I checked that bucket off. I, right. I checked that piece of pie to see if that was going to work. That did yeah, work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the next one was we're changing, we're changing the way that we train correct. in the weight room. Correct. So we changed that and you feel like you're moving better. You're feeling better, right. but the weight still isn't coming off. Correct. Just a couple weeks ago, what'd you ask me? <laughs> Hey, let's go hike the farm three days a week <laughs> with weighted backpacks. Yeah. yeah. So if these three workouts at six thirty in the morning aren't doing it for me, yeah. How about we had three days of hiking too? Uh, yeah. So six yep. workouts a week. Let's try this. That's yep. the next piece of my puzzle. That's the next piece of the puzzle. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. And so far we're three hikes in. And uh, I'm afraid to weigh myself because I don't know if it's working or not. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and you, and you will, you know, you weigh yourself at some point, and we'll see what happens, and so on and so forth. Right. Um. But like that, that specific area, mm-hmm. the cardio area, long, long duration right. cardio area is something that, when's the last time you've actually ever done any amount of that? Uh, freshman, sophomore year of college playing rugby. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I got really good at it then, but. Yeah. <laughs> since <laughs> yeah, then, not yeah. so much. Not so much. It's been a good 12 years. Yes. So, you know, that seems like a very good yeah. piece of pie to pull out and play with to see, right. to see what's going to happen. Right. So, but I don't think most people have the, the patience, mm-hmm. the patience, and they don't see the other side as much, again, as an, of a necessity. Like they, they're comfortable yeah. enough, they're comfortable enough with the way that they are, that they're, it's, it's okay with where, where things are. I'm always looking at the future, uh, it's what, what, what. That's what I want to be doing. I don't know if I'm always doing it, but that's what yeah. I want to be doing. Yeah. And I, I'm changing things in my business right now to get me to a different spot next yeah. year, right? Yeah. And uh, um, my weight's the same thing. I'm looking at, I got a newborn, I got a two-year-old. If I'm going to keep up with them, I can't be 300 pounds. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how much I deadlift, doesn't matter how much I bench press. No matter how well you move for a guy your size. Right. For, <laughs> as agile as I am for my size. <laughs> I'm not going to keep up with the two with with toddlers and three year olds and four year olds running, yeah. running, running. Yeah. If bending ever sucks. Yeah. Even though if I can pick six hundred pounds up when I do it, if getting down on the floor and getting back up 
Tires you out. Tires me out. That's that's no good. Yeah. So I've got to, in order to change, by the time they're running as hard as they can run, I can keep up. Yeah. I can't be doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. So that's where I, that's where my mindset is. I have to. It's, yeah. Change something now, so so I can get to a different spot in the future. Yeah. And that's. To me, it's very motivating. Is uh, of, yeah. of trying to be a different person next year than I am this year, or yeah. next month, next week. Because of my actions today, yeah, and that's 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 the motivation behind me is, I cannot be if I want to be a different person, I can't be a, the same person today. Yeah, than I was yesterday. Yeah. So, um, the truth of the matter is, well, I'll tell you the study first, and then it'll link exactly to what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. Um, so, there was a, I forget who <clears throat> did the study and blah 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 blah, but it's a relatively, um, a relatively popularized study. They took two sets of mice trying to going through, I think they were going through a maze and going to find food on the other side of the maze. Pretty basic kind of thing. One mouse was just sets of mice. They were just on their own. They just did it. The other mouse had a cat behind them. So they yes. were going toward a reward. One was just going toward a reward. The other one was going toward a reward and afraid away from something they were scared, mm-hmm. <laughs> scared to death of. So what I hear you saying is yeah. that you're going toward the reward of being able to get up and down off the ground and right. away from um, the possibility that at that time, if I stay where I am, I'm not going to be able to do that. Yeah. I've always said running is a survival skill. Not for use for recreation. <laughs> yeah. You only run if you're chasing or being chased. Yeah. And yeah. that's I still hold that to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I sort the ma- the mouse in this study would tell you the same thing. Yes, yes, survival skill. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that fear is a much better motivator than uh, yeah. Yeah, the fear of failure well, is a much having, better motivator than the possibility of gain. Having a reward yeah. is good. I think it, right, uh, but everyone thinks that the reward is what they're after. Like that's the thing that I'm after. Like yeah. that's the thing that I need to have in front of me. Which is partly, I mean, yeah, great. That's fine. That's great. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you got to be moving away. Like you got to have something inside yeah, of you. My motivator like, is the fear of not being able to keep up, not yeah. not the motivation of yeah. of outrunning. Yeah. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, that's it's. I hate failure mm-hmm. with a pat. We talked about this a couple of days ago too. Yeah. And here, while you're doing your pull ups with your weight on your waist, <laughs> and using a big old rubber band to help me. But uh, yeah, I hate not being good at stuff or, yeah. or failing, uh, yeah. failing an exercise, failing a lift. I hate it. Yeah. And when I'm good at it, I push it. So I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I so know, no one else I can keep that. up. That's yeah. my goal. But uh, the fear of failure is a huge, huge motivator. Yeah. But how do you instill that in somebody's workouts? Yeah. How do you, well, and I think you know, more importantly, again, society tells us that, oh, everything should be happy and you yeah. should feel good and no. you should be rewarded and you no. should be patted on the back for everything that you do. So if you tell somebody, hey, you need to you need to have some sort of fear inside. If I hit a PR every single day in the gym over here, yeah. I get bored with it. Yeah. Pretty quick. Yeah. I'm just really good at that. Oh, well. Yeah. But I still haven't picked up that 600. That failure that. is what will motivate me this, this winter when I'm allowed to lift weights again. <laughs> and you get me off this cardio-only exercise and I'm allowed to lift weights again. That's the motivation is that I failed last time. And that, that you have to have, there has to be a consequence. Otherwise, it's not really a problem. If me being out of coffee right now is the biggest problem I have, well, I'm living a great life. But, and I think that's part of the problem is yeah. most of us are living a great life and have no yeah. clue what real failure looks like. Right. And that's, that's, or their goals aren't big enough to allow them to fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's part of it right now mm-hmm. is if 
All I can do is show up, do my nine to five, and go home, and that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. It's probably all you're ever gonna do. Mm-hmm. Your goals aren't big enough to allow you to fail, so mm-hmm. you're not gonna stride past anything else. Mm-hmm. And that it's just like setting a goal to hundred pound packs. There's a real possibility of failure there. Yep. That makes you work a lot harder to succeed. Yep. And uh, you know, so is the goal? I want to say I can do hundred pounds, or fear of failing, not being able to do hundred pounds. Yeah. So there's your perspective, right? There's, it comes mm-hmm. back to the whole overarching thing of what does it look like? Why do I put the effort in to accomplish this goal? Yeah. Is it fear of failure or, or possibility, possibility of gain? Mm-hmm. You know? So which one do you work harder for? To get the raise or to pay your bills? Mm-hmm. Most people work really hard to pay their bills. Yep. Well, that doesn't get them to the next race. No. Yep. You know? So, yeah, perspective is, uh, perspective is everything. Most you definitely. Know? Yeah. So, Very yeah. nice. Um, I think on that point, we could keep talking for probably another five or six hours. Yep, easily. So, so we're going to save that five or six hours for another conference. <laughs> round two. <laughs> for round two. Maybe three. Is four. this to be continued? <laughs> to be continued. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. I want the, uh, across the screen, to be continued. <laughs> Very nice. That's exactly what it is. The words will follow my hand. <laughs> round three, in case you need to do it again. <laughs> Very nice. Edit this out. <laughs> no, no, this is going right at the very beginning, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Edit this out. Yeah, right at the very beginning. Well, I'll do what I can. Yeah. Sponsored by Brasky Coffee. Alex. <laughs> hey, free commercials for Tammy today. Well, you know, she didn't charge me for coffee today, so she's getting a plug. We appreciate her. <laughs> yes, we do. All right, brother. Yeah. I appreciate your time. Hey, happy uh, to do it. You help me more than you know. And you as well. <laughs> yeah, you help me with problem solving. Man, you have no how much I, I you know how much I fear you beating to the top of the hill and me not be able to make it. Yeah, oh, it's motivating. That's why I get in front of you all the time. When I'm trying to. I am. I'm like. Man, I know I'm it's not be... like being left behind. We are gonna make it. I'm gonna feel bad when I turn around. Your <laughs> there's a possibility I fall over. It'd be fine. Thanks, brother. Yes, thank you, man. Yeah, six days a week or six workouts a week you put up with me. Hey, just got to take it one workout at a time. Yeah, that's your only chance. (laughs) That it literally is. (laughs)